Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Budget-Minded Traveler Podcast. Your source for the tips and tactics that will inspire and equip you to travel the world. And the best part? It won't break your bank. And now... The budget-minded traveler herself and your host, Jackie LaLainen. Hey guys, welcome to episode 47 of the Budget-Minded Traveler podcast. As you probably noticed, today's subject is money. And that is specifically how you can access your hard-earned, hard-saved money overseas once you are traveling. And basically what I want to do around that is give you ideas of how you can save money to access your money because it does cost money to get it overseas. So we're going to explore some ways that it can be free and um, how you can save some money doing that and tips around that. But first... Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to one of the more recent reviews that was left on iTunes for this podcast. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but part of this review says, I'm a farmer and I listen to this while at work. I almost throw my shovel down, throw a pack on my back and hop over the back fence every time I listen to her show. (laughs) And that made my day. So thank you so much to the name is Roscoe Gregg that uh, was left on iTunes. Thanks so much for that. I really appreciate that. And it, it did make me laugh out loud. So I'm excited to hear about that day when when you finally do throw the pack on and jump over the fence. So keep in touch and let us know if that happens. All right, moving on to the money. So as I mentioned, we're going to be looking at um, several different aspects of getting your money overseas. So I'm going to go over using your ATM card and also which ATM card you should use, bringing cash with you, using a credit card, getting foreign money from a bank before you go. I don't even know if you knew that was possible. And then what to look for specifically in travel credit cards that'll save you money overseas and also what to do with leftover money if you have it at the end of your trip. So let's go ahead and get into all of that, starting with using your ATM card overseas. So this is my favorite option for for getting out money when you get there. So we're talking, you're going on a trip and you have an option, um, usually where you're going, they're not going to be using American dollars unless you're going to like Panama, which randomly uses American currency. But generally, you're going to need to exchange money. And by the way, on that note, before we even get started, I highly recommend you guys download an app called XE Currency. I swear by it. I will link to it in the show notes, but it takes care of 
currency conversion rates for you. Just make sure that before you go on your trip, you add the currencies you're going to be needing because it'll update them real time, like when you're connected with Wi-Fi or data, you know, but you don't need to to have Wi-Fi to use the app on the ground. And as long as it was recently updated, it'll be pretty close. So I definitely swear by that app because I'm not good at math. So if you share that, you know, mathematical challenge with me, then definitely get XE currency. Okay, moving on. So Usually I plan to use to take money out of an ATM locally once I get overseas. And the reason is, first of all, it's the best deal. Okay, so if you consider taking $400 cash and exchanging it, you're going to be hit with an exchange, even on those booths that say no commission, we don't take commission, whatever. That's a bunch of crap. Like you're always going to pay commission for somebody to exchange your money in cash. And it's going to be a lot more than an ATM fee. Okay. It's going to vary. Obviously never exchange money at an airport. Never, ever, ever exchange money at an airport because that's always going to be hands down the most expensive way for you to get foreign currency. Um, And they do that because it's easy to get people at airports when you first land. So forget that. Instead, bring your ATM card. And it doesn't actually matter what ATM card you use. If you don't have a special one, it's fine. Just bring the one from your bank. You may want to look into the fees beforehand. I personally bank with uh, my bank as Wells Fargo at the moment, and they charge $5 per non-Wells Fargo ATM. So that doesn't even matter if you're overseas or not. If you don't use a Wells Fargo ATM, it's going to charge you five bucks. So here's the logic behind saving the most money by using the ATM card. You can pull out the maximum amount uh, that your bank allows you, which for example, Wells Fargo at it with for for an average bank account allows you to pull out three hundred dollars a day in in American currency three hundred dollars worth and so you use your special little XE currency app figure out how much three hundred American dollars is in the foreign currency and pull that money out and then you're only spending five dollars to get that money out plus the there will be a foreign transaction fee that's usually like 37 cents or something it's, it's less than a dollar but there's always some random amount on there but that is generally if you're not prepared with any special cards that's going to be your cheapest way to go hands down so when you get the money out of the atm if you want to split it up put it in different places in your pack or whatever so that it's not all in the same place to keep for, you know, for safekeeping, that's up to you, but that's the way I normally go. And then if you pull out the max amount every time, you're going to be pulling that out less and less. So it's a, it's still going to cost $5 every time, but eventually, like ultimately it'll save you more money than, you know, pulling out a hundred bucks at a time. So that's the first idea. And also on that note, I always do bring a stash of, of emergency money, I call it, usually around $80 to $100 per trip of U.S. currency, whether I use it or not. I usually keep that on hand in case I'm in a bind and I really do need to exchange it or you know something. I have used it before too. So it's, it's nice to have just in case. So the specific ATM card that I want to recommend here today is the Charles Schwab debit card. And that does mean that you're going to have to open a new account with Charles Schwab. But the cool thing about the Charles, 
it's mouthful. Charles Schwab banking is that it's an online bank. And since it's online, they don't have ATMs. They don't even have an office in Montana. Actually, the entire state of Montana, there's nothing having to do with Charles Schwab. But because of that, they want to meet you where you are and make it easy for you and give you an incentive to bank with them. So they reimburse all ATM fees. So while it might show up, you know, initially on your transaction account, they'll reimburse it at the end of the month. So you're going to save that $5 every time you pull money out of an ATM. And it doesn't matter if you pull out $20 or $300 because they're going to reimburse you every time. So that is the key to, that's the little secret trick to not spending any money on ATMs overseas is banking with Charles Schwab. So opening a Charles Schwab bank account is not necessarily the easiest thing. Um, It's kind of tedious. There are a lot of steps. And that's why I actually put together a post for anybody interested in opening a Charles Schwab bank account. Check out this post. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. If you go to thebudgetmindedtraveler.com, you can just look up, search Charles Schwab and you'll find this post. And it basically takes you step by step through opening an account Um, And, you know, it gives you an idea of what you're kind of getting into so that you know what to expect. And also, if you're going to do this, give it plenty of time. Don't wait to the last minute because there are several things that take days. There are several steps that take days to complete. And so you want to give yourself at least two weeks. Give yourself a few weeks before you're going to leave on your trip if you want to get this account set up first. But that is going to ultimately save you a lot of money on ATM fees if you open up a Charles Schwab online checking account with that special ATM reimbursement fee thing. So that's one tip for you. And there are a few more tips I wanted to give about just specifically about using ATMs overseas. If at all possible, try to find an ATM that doesn't suck your card in completely um, because sometimes it just doesn't give it back. Okay, this has never happened to me, but if there are, you know, people taking advantage of tourists at ATMs, they can manipulate the ATMs and they won't give your card back. So another thing you could do is um, if you only have the option to, to, to use the ATM that sucks in your card, let someone else go first and watch them, you know, put their card in and successfully retrieve it before it's your turn. And I'm, I'm not talking about your friends, <laughs> you know, let a stranger go in front of you. <laughs> But that way, you know, you know, you're going to get your card back. So that's just something you keep in mind. Also, whenever possible, choose an ATM that is directly connected to a bank behind it. Choose an ATM that is out front of a bank. Don't use a freestanding ATM because those are the ones that are most often targeted for scams, um, the ones that are by themselves. So try to use a bank ATM, you know, that's right next to the bank whenever possible. And a third tip for that, make sure you're familiar with the currency exchange rate and do the math so you know how much to withdraw. And that's exactly why I recommend XE Currency, the app. Do the math first. That way, when you get to the ATM, you're ready. You know how much you're going to put in and, you know, you're less likely to make a mistake. And I have a story about that. You can also read that. (laughs) on my blog. If you look up the XE currency, you could search that and that's a bad story. But anyway, one last tip on the ATMs, no matter what kind of security the ATM has, you know, if you find yourself in the air conditioned box where you're by yourself using the ATM, it 
still you need to hold your hands over the numbers as you punch in your pin code. So just always keep that in mind because if if there are ATMs that are targeted for scams and they put cameras in them, they're going to put them right above the the numbers so they can see what numbers you're punching in. So just cover the number pad as you put in your pin code and hopefully you can save yourself from becoming a victim of what they call ATM skimming. Um, and that's when scammers, you know, use basically videos and or cameras and capture your your pin and your information. So none of us want to have that happen to us. So, okay, so that covers ATMs. Now let's talk about bringing cash with you. I did mention that I bring emergency money, but look, this is different. There are a lot of destinations that actually accept U.S. dollars. And so you can look that up ahead of time. It often is the case in Latin American countries, and this can be very advantageous for you if they do accept it because then you know you can just bring a bunch of money with you ahead of time and you can use it you know I mean I know like I was recently in Nicaragua and we used a lot of American cash and they just accepted it and they accepted it at the local rate or the 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 current exchange which was pretty convenient and and they know that they can then turn that into their bank and it's not a problem. Don't expect that everywhere. Don't expect everywhere to accept American dollars, but it does happen. And so you can look that up ahead of time um, and, you know, just do a Google Google search for that basically. And then if that is the case, you can bring a bunch of cash, U.S. cash with you and, and basically plan to spend it normally. And then <laughs> if you need to, you can exchange it. But I, I really, I say never plan on exchanging. It's just never the best deal. You never get a straight across exchange, you know, w- when you go to the little exchange window. So I, uh, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan of that. So I would say use the ATM over exchanging. But if you are going to bring cash abroad, a few things to keep in mind. Bring small bills. No one is going to accept 100. A lot of places won't accept a 20 or a 10. So really, if you can, bring fives, bring ones, bring small amounts that are going to be easy for local vendors to accept. Don't store it all in one place. Uh, you know, bring some with you. Store the rest somewhere in your luggage for safety. Pick a, pick a pocket or have an extra wallet or a money belt or something that you keep in your pack to store the rest of the cash. And I also do the same thing with credit cards. I don't keep everything in one place ever, you know, split it up at least in two places. If you lose one, you all, you have the other, you know, also don't, this should go without saying, but I'm just going to remind you guys, don't flash it around. Don't ever flash around your cash. Um, if you need to count it, you know, when you're at the ATM, do it while you're still hunched over the ATM. Don't turn around with a whole handful of money and then, you know, walk down a dark alley. That's just asking for it. So the other thing is the probability that you will run out of your cash stash is pretty high. So make sure you have a backup plan, you know, bring that ATM card and your credit card, regardless of whether you plan to use cash or not. All right. Using your credit card overseas. The one this usually I use, I have some sort of combination of using the ATM card to pull out cash and using the credit card. And I think it works the best when if you have a card, this is the one thing that you should look for when you're getting a travel credit card is a credit card that does not have foreign transaction fees. So you want one that has zero foreign transaction fees, because what happens is when you take the visa that's in your wallet 
overseas and you use it and you buy, I don't know, say a $50 dinner, it's going to add, it's almost always 3%. It's going to add a 3% foreign transaction fee to that transaction to that purchase, whatever it is. And so if you can get a card that doesn't have foreign transaction fees, you're going to avoid that every single time. And the cards that do that are usually the travel related ones. So any of the ones that you're going to get through your airlines or any that have special travel perks, generally the one of the things that they offer, one of the specific benefits that those cards offer is um, zero foreign transaction fees. If you don't know if you have it, then you probably don't. You probably are paying foreign transaction fees every time. So keep that in mind because that can add up, especially if you think, oh, I'm going to use my credit card for everything I can and cash when I can't, which is actually what I do. I personally use the Mileage Plus Explorer from Chase, which is connected with United because I'm a fan of United. You guys, some of you guys know that already, but I'm not actually going to recommend any specific card. I think there are a lot of really great cards out there, but there is just the one thing. I mean, you know, you can get the rewards in miles or cash or whatever it is that you want to do. Just make sure that there are 0% foreign transaction fees, because that's going to be the best, um, you know, it's basically win-win. When you can use the credit card, use it because you're going to get a straight across transaction or currency rate every time. And you're not going to be paying foreign transaction fees. So it's it's, that's the cheapest way to go. Plus, you're going to earn the rewards, miles, whatever it is, while you're at it. So keep all that in mind. And then two things to be aware of when you're using your credit cards abroad, Definitely. Okay. I know that American Express is kind of big in the United States, not overseas. Don't expect to be able to use your American Express anywhere. If you can use it, great. That's a bonus. Don't even consider Discover. They don't even know what that is. So Visa, MasterCard, that's where it's at. If you're taking a credit card overseas, Visa is going to be the best. And even then, it's not always going to work. Even the cards that, you know, are great for travel, have 0% foreign transaction fees. Sometimes it doesn't matter what card you have. It matters what kind of, what, what machine the restaurant has or the store has, you know, and sometimes it's, it's, it's connected directly to, you know, a local bank or something and it just won't accept your card. So don't expect to be able to use your credit card everywhere, even if it is a visa, but forget the, forget the American Express, forget Discover for sure. I would go with uh, Visa or MasterCard if at ever possible. And another thing, watch out for cash advance. Your credit cards will tell you, make sure you get a pin before you travel. Don't even do it. Don't get a pin because anytime you use a pin on your credit card, it's going to be considered a cash advance. And there's going to be a fee that goes along with that. Um, And so another thing on that note is watch your transactions online after you've you know, paid them, go and check your credit card statement is what I'm trying to say. And make sure none of those purchases that you made overseas come through as cash advances. It actually just happened to us. We were using a kiosk at, we were crossing the border from Costa Rica into Panama and they have, it was like seven bucks or something, six bucks a person, just a border tax. And the, they were doing it by machine. They didn't do it in person. You know, we had to use this machine and the machine accepted credit cards. And so we used our credit card to pay for all four of the people we were with. We paid for all four of the crossings, um, because we had 0% foreign transaction fees. So we thought we'll just do this and you know, they can pay us back later or whatever. Cause it's easy. 
Uh, we came to find out that those actually were recorded as cash advances, which is awful because it actually wasn't a terrible fee. It was only $10 each, but still that's $40 we weren't expecting to spend. Usually a cash advance fee is about $35, which is completely useless. Don't spend that. <laughs> it's such a waste of money. So we actually called the credit card company and, and they waived it because, you know, there was nothing on that machine on that kiosk that, that said, oh, this is a cash advance or this doesn't accept credit cards, you know. And so basically we just sweet talked our way through it and they, they waived those four cash advance fees. But my point is be careful and double check your, your statement just to make sure none of it goes through as cash advance because you don't want that. It's a lot of money that you don't need to be spending. Are you still with me? I know we're going through a lot, so just want to make sure you're still tuned in. All right, getting foreign currency from your local bank. I didn't even know if you knew this was possible, but you can order whatever type of currency you'll be using from your local bank. There are only a few, and those countries are generally like war zone countries. There are only a few places that you can't get money for. And so, for example, if you're going to Europe... It's really easy to get euros from your bank. So if you really want to be prepared and go over there with a bunch of money and it's honestly, it's, it's a great deal because you can order it straight across. Um, I don't know. Your bank might charge you a little bit of a service fee, but it shouldn't be much at all. And so you can do that if you want. You can probably even order it online. You can check your bank online and see if you can order it and have it delivered to your house. I've seen that before. So it's a great option when you're traveling to a brand new place where you haven't been, you're not sure what your situation is going to be. You know, generally there are going to be ATMs at the airports when you arrive. So you don't usually need to worry about it. But if you just want to have some peace of mind, maybe not worry about getting money as soon as you land or whatever, keep that in mind that you can do that. And there are two things to keep in mind when you do decide to do this, when you're going to order foreign currency from your local bank. One, make sure you give your bank enough time to order your currency since it's likely they won't have it on hand to give to you right away. Some currencies like euros, they might actually have or pounds, but um, some of the more rare ones, you know, they, they might ha not have the amount that you want or the exact kind that you want. So make sure you give enough time. And then to remember that this still is just a stash of cash. It's only going to last you so long. So of course, I'm saying this again, have your backup plan ready. Bring your ATM card, bring your credit card. One more thing about getting all this money overseas and having this cash, you may be thinking, what do I do if I have too much of it at the end of your trip? And there are a couple of options that, you know, what you can do with your leftover cash at the end of a trip. One if it's not very much, just, you know, you could save it for a souvenir or give it to your nephew or somebody who might enjoy it. Coins are always fun. I have quite a collection of bills and coins from all over the world, and it's actually really fun. But I generally make sure that it's no more than, you know, five bucks at a time or two bucks. So if you have a good chunk of money left over, either plan on going back to the country or you can exchange it. So if this is the one time where it might, it does make sense. It, it will make sense to exchange your money is when you're, when you're changing it back into dollars or whatever it is, the currency is that you normally use, because 
say you still have, you know, 60 bucks or, you know, a significant amount of cash in a currency you're not going to be using anytime soon, it's going to be worth the, say, $5 or whatever it's going to cost to exchange it to get that money back into your native currency. And so that's one time when I do say, yeah, go ahead and exchange it. Keep in mind, there are some places that aren't like when you're on the ground in uh, overseas, they might not exchange it for you. Okay. So don't be alarmed if you know, you're in Bulgaria and you can't even get Macedonian money. They don't really recognize Macedonia as a country. And so, you know, if, if you're in a place like that where they don't accept or they don't have the currency that you're looking for, don't sweat it. Um, the other thing you can do is when you get home, you can go back to your local bank again and have them exchange it for you. And there will be also a nominal service fee. It's not going to be the perfect exchange, but the point is you'll get the bulk of the money back and that's going to save you money in the end. So it's really hard to, to gauge exactly how much money you're going to need and so often you're going to be left over with something. So that that's actually uh, the good time to to try and have that emergency stash is that if you run out of your local currency and if for any chance they're going to take, you know, your American dollars, you can just kind of dip into your emergency stash and not have to take out more money for for five bucks ATM fee and, you know, deal with exchanging it in the end. Um, so those are some ideas for you to what to do with your leftover money. I know we've kind of gone through a lot of things, but there are two things that I really want to make clear. Uh, Two things overall, no matter how you decide to take your money overseas, to pull it out of the bank, to use the ATM credit cards, whatever it is. Remember these two things. Number one, before you leave the country, before you leave your home country, contact your bank. And tell them that you are leaving the country. Set up a travel plan is basically what they call it. You can call the number right on the back of your card. And this is literally something that I normally do from the airport. It's the last thing that I do because it's it's just I have it in my head. When I get to the airport, that's when I call my bank. So if that's going to help you to do that, do it then. No matter how many cards you bring, whether they are ATM, credit, whatever it is, each card call the number on the back of each card. Make sure your bank knows that you're taking that card overseas and that you're going to be gone from these dates, you know, and you're going to be in these countries. Because if you do not do this, your bank most likely will freeze your account. And what happens when your bank freezes your account? Well, not only can you not pull money out of it anymore, but Often you need to get a new card issued. And what's the problem with this? First of all, you're overseas and you're going to have to call them, which can be difficult in itself just to be able to make a phone call. Okay. Um, Second of all, you can't get it in the mail because you don't have an address because you're traveling. Right. So you're basically out one of your cards. If you, if you forget to contact your bank and your bank puts a flag on your account, maybe freezes it, there could be a chance that you may not be able to reactivate it from where you are. And so plan ahead. Don't let this happen to you. Tell your bank you're taking your cards for the dates, you know, that you're going to be gone and make sure that they know because nothing will happen. You might get an email that says, Oh, your debit card was used overseas. And you say, yep, that was, that was me. It's fine. You know, but if you don't do that, you could be up the creek without a card, which is not a good thing. And the second one that you absolutely have to remember, and I've said this like three times already, have a backup plan, okay? Don't ever just bring one debit card on a trip. Do not do that. If you lose it, you're done. You don't have any access to money, okay? Bring a credit card, bring a backup credit card, bring an ATM card, bring a backup ATM card if you have it. You know, bring a a stash of cash, Just make sure you have that backup plan in place 
so you know what to do if, if you lose something. And on that note, if it makes you feel better, you can write down all the phone numbers for your cards. Write down your card numbers and the phone numbers. Just in case you lose one, you'll have the phone number to call and you'll know what your account number is and you'll be able to cancel those cards from overseas. Make sure you write down the international number that's and all these they're right on the card. So just take a look at your card. Then you'll be if you do all of these things, you're going to be really organized and you'll probably be able to save a bunch of money <laughs> with your money overseas. So recap real quick. <laughs> Use the ATM card, get a Charles Schwab account if you can. Bring a stash of emergency cash with you and if you want to bring cash, you can, you know, exchange it to the foreign currency at your bank if you want. Um, Use your credit card. Try to get one that has 0% foreign transaction fees. And when you're done with your money and you have some left over, that's the time that you exchange it back into your regular native currency. And there's one thing I want to point out that you may have noticed. Nowhere in this episode have I mentioned traveler's checks. And there is a reason for that. They are all but obsolete. Don't even bother because what's going to end up happening is you're going to have to go into a bank, stand in the line to get them exchanged. And it really doesn't do you any good and just takes up time. Forget traveler's checks. They are a thing of the past. So I hope, oh, and, and above all, contact your bank and have a backup plan. So I hope all of these things have been really helpful to you. (laughs) And good luck spending your money, your hard-earned money overseas. I know we went over a lot today, so don't forget to check out the show notes page, which you can find at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 47. I'm going to have links to, I'm going to have basically highlights of all the things we went over today, as well as links to the app that I mentioned, the story where I accidentally pulled out eight dollars out of an ATM if you want to read that one. The link to the Charles Schwab how to set up that account and then links to different credit card posts that should help you wrap your mind around how to efficiently use all of your cards and cash overseas. So thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in and I will catch you next time. Have a good week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.